Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah! Good evening once again and welcome everyone to Thursday Fix. Now tonight I made a promise to myself. I said I'm going to do as much as possible, try my best to be as calm as possible so I can truly teach and truly pass across what God has laid in my heart to pass across tonight. You know how it is with me. So just in case before we round up service, I start to write again, just bear with me, okay? Sometimes it's really very difficult. You know, I, I admire people that can just, you can sit down and talk for two hours and they're just so calm. Whew, I really wish I could do that. But God will help me tonight. Amen. Have you been? Has your week been? I know we've been making progress. I know we've been winning. And we'll continue to win. We'll continue to make progress. Because God is on our side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, um, for a while now, um, God began to impress something in my spirit. A question popped up in my spirit. And... It led me to, to start a research on a particular topic called Believe. Believe. And that's what I'll be sharing tonight. Believe. Amen. Let's go. What does it mean to believe? I'm sure as, as a Christian, you've heard the word before. Um, time and time again, we've been asked, um, do you believe? You say, yes, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Um, I believe he died for me. I believe this. I believe that. But what does it really mean to believe? When you say, I believe in God, what do we mean? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, concerning Abraham, it was written, he said that Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him. It was credited unto his account for righteousness. What does that really mean? When they said Abraham believed God, what does it mean? What does it mean to believe? Amen. Okay, so I went to my dictionary and I said, okay, let me check the dictionary meaning of the word believe. Okay, so believe means to accept something is true without proof. To accept something is true without proof. So you're not looking for an evidence before you accept it as the truth. You're not looking for an evidence before you accept it as a truth. To accept something is true without proof. Okay? Another meaning from the dictionary is to trust in the ability, capacity, and the willingness to perform of an individual or a person. Now, this second meaning is the meaning I like, I like so much. They are, they are both the same, but I like the way I like the way they put they explain it in the second way. It says to trust in the ability the capacity and the willingness to perform of a person. So it means that to believe is not to quote scriptures. If you say you believe in God, it is not about quoting scriptures. It is not about head knowledge. To believe in God is to trust in God. So if you say, I believe in God, it means what you're saying is that above 
every other thing above any other thing, I trust God. I rely totally. My trust for God is absolute. That's what it means to believe. So if I say I believe God has healed me, it means I have absolute trust in the ability of God and in the willingness of God and in the capacity of God to produce healing. Hallelujah. If I say I believe that God can turn the situation around, it means what I'm saying is that I trust God and God alone. I trust that God has everything it takes, everything required, everything necessary to turn that situation around. Now, belief is absolute. You cannot believe and add. So, I do not believe God and I have to add some other things to it for it to work. I believe that whatever Jesus did on the cross is final. And so there is no addition. There is nothing to add to it again. And then God took me to a story. You know I like stories. Story in the Bible in Genesis. The man called Abraham. Before he became Abraham. Okay, scripture says in Genesis, if you read Genesis 12, Genesis chapter number 12, that God called Abraham and told Abraham, he said, leave your father's house. Now, I don't know about you, but that is mind-blowing. Because in verse 4, scripture says, Abraham left. God told him, leave. And he picked up himself and left. Not knowing where he was going to. He just started to go. Because simply God said move. Ooh, now that's trust. That's trust. That's trust. God said go. And he picked his things, picked his wife, and then he left. Why? Because he believed if God says go, God knows where he's taking him to. Even when he did not know where he was going. Now, if you read the verse 2 of that, well, verse 1 and verse 2, when God was telling him to leave, God made all kinds of promises to him. One of the things God said, he said, I will make you the father of nations. Now, remember that before he left, he didn't have a child. He said, I will make you a father of nations. Now, Abraham or Abraham was 75 years old. Now, that promise did not come until 25 years later. He had left the house, he had obeyed God, and yet the, I will make you the father of nations, there was no child to even start the nation. Needless to children. But even at that, Abraham did not, did not waver in his face. Because, you see, when you get to Genesis 22, after Isaac was born, in 22, God woke Abraham and said, offer me this child again. We're talking about trust, believe as trust. And God said, offer me this child that took you 25 years to get. And Bible says, 
when Abraham woke up in the morning, he arranged what was needed for the sacrifice, took two of his young servants, took the, the child Isaac, and began to move. Believing in his heart, if you read scriptures, believed in his heart that if God takes the child, God has the ability to bring him back to life again. That's trust. That's trust. That God has the ability to bring him back. So he was ready to sacrifice Isaac because he has come to believe in his heart that if God takes Isaac, he may have taken him 25 years to get Isaac, but if God wants to give him another Isaac in three seconds, God can. Hallelujah. God can. Let's read Mark chapter 9. Let's read Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. I'm going to read from verse 23. Jesus said to him, You say to me if you can. I'm reading the Amplified Version. He said, you say to me, if you can. Now, the story is about a man that had, that had a child that was oppressed of the devil. And Jesus came to the scene. For those of us that are not so familiar with the story. So you can go and read everything. But I'm reading from verse 23. So you said to me, if you can. But all things are possible to the one who believes and trust in me. The one who believes and trusts in me. So ask yourself this question. Do you really trust God? Do you trust God? In the decisions you make, in the things you do, do you trust God? Do you trust God enough to know that God can actually give you the man of your dream. Because if you do, you won't sleep around. Do you trust God enough to believe that God knows the best business for you to do? Because if you do, if you truly believe in God and you truly trust God, before you make an investment, you will ask for permission. You will seek his face concerning that investment you're about to make. The reason why you try to do it on your own is because you don't trust God enough. It's easy to say, I trust God. But trust is not judged by what you say. It is measured by what you do. Your trust for God and your belief in God is reflected by the things that you do. When the chains are down, what do you do? When it seems like there is no more headway, you've tried several things and it seems like nothing is working, what do you do? Can you really sit down and say, God, because you said so, I believe your word, I trust that you cannot lie. 
Listen, scripture says by two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. God has swore an oath. He will not break it. Do you trust God enough not to break his word? Or you say, oh, like they say, this is not scriptural. They say heaven help those who help themselves. It's not in the Bible. Have you realized that if you can help yourself, there is no need for heaven? But do you trust God enough to help you? Listen, Jesus was talking. He said, if fathers being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more the father? How much more God? If God could give Jesus for our salvation, what can he not give to us? So do you believe in this God? Do you trust him enough to rely on him for your decisions? Or you rather follow everybody? You know, it's easier to follow the crowd. But if you look at the story of Abraham, before Abraham left his father's house, the Bible does not bear record of anyone that has left. So Abraham did what no one else had ever done. You know, um, a, very, a very close friend of mine shared, shared the material with me during the week. Coincidentally, the same, the same, the same question that in my heart in his heart, and we we're both doing research at the same time. When I got some materials, he got some too, and then he shared what he had with me. And he shared something written by Papa Hagen. And Hagen was talking about belief and was, was, was looking at Thomas. Was looking at Thomas. Thomas in the Bible, one of Jesus' disciples. Thomas that said that he needed to see the space in the hand and the space in the side of Jesus before he could believe that Christ had resurrected. And what did, what did Jesus say at the end of the day? He said, blessed is he that has not seen but yet believe. You know, a lot of us we cannot believe God until we see that it has happened to someone else. When you wait to see that it has happened to someone else before you believe, it is not really belief. Because your trust in God should be based on what God has said, not what God has done for somebody in your church or somebody in your street. If you need somebody else in order for you to trust God, then it means that what you are doing is just from your head. Your heart has still not come to a point where it understands and believes totally the word of God. So believing in God is not quoting scriptures. You can quote Genesis the Revelation if you do not rest on him. If you do not relax on him you have yet not come to a place of trust and until you come to a place of trust you are not going to get a lot of things that have been freely given to you hallelujah 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 okay quickly let's see let's see what Paul wrote to the Romans church. Romans 4. Romans 4. 
If you're just joining, we've, we've read Genesis 12, we've read Genesis 22, we've read Mark 9, now we're reading Romans 4. Romans 4, I'm going to read verse 3. I'm going to read verse 3. Okay, it says, For what does the scripture says? Abraham believed, I'm using the Amplified, Abraham believed, trusted, relied on God. Okay, Abraham believed in, in bracket, trusted, relied on God, and it was credited to his account as righteousness, right living, right standing with God. Because why? He trusted. Do you understand? All Abraham needed to do was to say, God, if you say you can, I believe you can. Okay. It's like this. Have you ever entered a bus before? You're traveling and the bus. And then normally, for those of you, for those of us that travel, if you're, if you're gonna enter a particular transport, you know it's a particular transport company. You must use the one that you trust. You trust that their vehicles are sound. You trust that their drivers are okay. And so you enter the bus. In the bus and you go to sleep. It's because you trust the driver behind the wheels will be able to take you from point A to point B. Right? Now, imagine if you wanted to sleep and you're in that bus, you're traveling, and you notice that the driver was dozing off, was sleepy. Automatically, no matter how tired you are, even if you have not slept for three days, you become awake. Why? You have suddenly lost trust for that driver to take you from where you are to where you need to go to. So you keep watch. Now that has more force with our life with God. We cannot rest in Him. So we are watching to see because we think that God cannot do it. If you believe in your heart that God can, then you will not be looking for solution elsewhere. You will not be looking for solutions elsewhere. Because to believe is to rely completely. Now, I'm running out because of time. Now, let's look at let's look at verse 19 of the same Romans 4. Of the same Romans 4. Where's verse 19 now? Come on, come on, wherever you are. Okay, he says, without becoming weak in faith, he considered his own body, now as good as dead for producing children, since he was about a hundred years, and he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb, 20. He said, but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, 21. Being fully convinced that God had the power. Woo! Now this is trust. Being fully convinced that God has the power to do what he had promised. If God says he can do it, he can do it. If he has said in his word that I can do this, my part, your part is to rest in him. Is to trust fully. See, you cannot add to God. You cannot help God fulfill his word. 
You cannot help God become God. He is God all by himself. And his words cannot come back empty. Listen, he likened his word to the dew that comes from heaven that waters the ground. He says it does not return to him, to the, to the, to the sky's board. He says, sure shall his word be that comes out from his mouth. It cannot come back empty if he has said it. Eh? I'm almost tempted to say something in Benin. You know, the Benin will say, Osata, if God has said it, always say, meaning he will do it. Whatever makes God say it, he will do it. Whatever makes God say it. So you see, that thing that is troubling your mind, all you need to do is to find that what God has said concerning it. When you find that what God has said, rest. Rest. When you find out everything God has said concerning any situation, rest in it. Because if God has addressed it, it is addressed already. You say, oh, but it has not happened. You can't make it happen. He's the one that is called the all-powerful God, not you. You are his son. So he will not watch you suffer and die. No, there is a plan. Sometimes you are going through a process. Allow the process. And trust God that according to his word, he will bring you to an expected end. Hallelujah. Alright, I'm rounding up now. I'm rounding up now. You must come to a point where you trust in the person of Christ. That whatever Christ has done, is done already. You must come to believe that in Christ, God had finished everything concerning you. Everything. He didn't leave one. Your salvation? Because, you know, when we hear salvation, most of the time, all we think about is the forgiveness of sin. But your deliverance was in your is in the salvation. And don't worry. I'll talk about that another day. That's another, that's another huge topic to handle. Alright. Let me run up with this. In Mark 5, verse 25, Bible talks about a woman with the issue of blood. Matthew, write, Matthew writes about it, Luke writes about it. But I like the account of Mark. This woman had heard about Jesus. And Mark says, she said to herself, this guy does miracles, right? Everywhere he goes, there is report of the great things that he's doing. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, remember, until that woman, in fact, even after her, no other person touched the hem of Jesus' garment and got healed. But she said to herself, if I can touch, she trusts enough to know that even the garment of Jesus carried enough power to heal her. So as I come to a close tonight, I want, I want us to play a simple game. Remember that game that they call Truth or Dare? Come on, have you played it before? Truth or Dare? Okay, some of you have. Now, in Truth or Dare, when, when you pick truth, they'll ask you a question, you have to, you have to tell the truth. If you pick there, they'll tell you to do something and then you have to do it. Tonight, 
I came to dare you. What am I daring you about? I dare you to trust God. For that thing that you are looking for, I dare you tonight to trust God. I dare you to remove your mind from every other thing and put it solely on God. Remember I said, to believe means to trust in the ability, the capacity, and the willingness to perform of a person. To believe in God means to trust in the person of Jesus. So I dare you tonight, I dare you to trust in Jesus. To let go of everything. Let go of your worries. Let go of your fears and trust in Jesus. I dare you. And let's see if there will not be a change in your story. Let's see. Let's see. You know what I'm getting ready this evening? This hymn begin, be, began to play in my head. And I began to sing this particular song. I got to this part of the song and it kept, it kept ringing. That this is really who Jesus is. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Ooh. Can you trust that that's who he is? Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Darkness speaks of where there is no, where there is no information, where there is confusion. So you want to make a decision and you're confused about it. Remember, he is the light and the darkness. So trust in his light. Trust in his wisdom. Can we sing that song together tonight? I don't want to play anything. I want us to sing. Let's leave the music. Where you are, I want you to sing it with me. And as you sing it, I want you to begin to imagine the words. And really trust that that is who Jesus is. Waymaker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Let's go again. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is whom you are. Sing it one more time. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is whom you are. Think about it. Just close your eyes wherever you are and begin to think about it. Is there anything too difficult for God to do? Is there anything too difficult for God to do? He says to him that believes all things are possible. What do you believe God for? What are you trusting God for? It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. If you refuse to take your eyes away from God and God alone, it is possible. It is possible. Rest on his ability. It is possible. 
He is the all-powerful God. It is possible. He is the all-knowing God. It is possible. There is nothing too difficult for him to do. For with God, all things, all things are possible. All things, all things. For when you pray, believe, believe, trust that you have received it and you will have it. If you can trust God, you can have it. Believe tonight. I dare you. I dare you to believe. I dare you tonight. Thank you, Father. Our trust is in you, O oh God. You said, woe is he that puts his trust in Egypt. Even the hall that is prepared against the day of battle, safety still belongs to you. So it doesn't matter what we are doing. What matters is you. We can do all we think, scheme all we, all we like. At the end of the day, God, it is still you. It is still you. It is still you all. So we remove our eyes from every other place and we put it on you. We look unto you, the initiator and the perfecter of our faith. We trust in you for the miracles we desire. Some may trust in horses, some may trust in chariots, but we trust in you, Jesus. Going forward, we trust in you. We trust in your ability to lead us. And so as sons, we listen for your leading. We trust in your ability and we believe your word. We believe that on the cross, Jesus paid for our iniquities. We believe that we who are the people have become your own. We believe, we trust in your ability, oh God. We trust in your ability for a better job. We trust in your ability for a better, a better, a better accommodation. We trust in your ability for business ideas. We trust in your ability for divine health. We trust in your ability, oh God. We may not have seen anybody experience the miracle, but because you have said it, we know that when you say a word, you perform it. So we trust. Even if, even if everybody says we should not, we choose to trust in you. Because we know trust is a choice. And so we choose to trust. Thank you because your words are yea and amen. And so we know that concerning us, you will bring to pass all that you have spoken. Lord, as we find that from your word, the things that you have said concerning us, we trust in you. Let faith be built in our hearts. And let Jesus be glorified. We choose to believe. Oh, 
we choose to believe. In spite of the situation, we choose to believe. In spite of the economy, we choose to believe. In spite of the doctor's report, we choose to believe. We believe in you, O oh God. We believe in you. Thank you because you watch over your word to perform it. Thank you, Father. Because you're not a man that you will lie, nor the son of man that you will repent. By your oath, we know you can't break it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wherever you are, if there's a sickness in your body, just lay your hands there. And I command the healing power of God upon that body now in the name of Jesus. Whatever that infirmity is, it dies from your body now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your healing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church will shout a living amen. Come on, just say amen wherever you are. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.